Um, Advent runs from now, today, 1st of December to the 24th, which of course is Christmas Eve, very exciting time. And Advent itself, well, it comes from the Latin that means to come, the advent of a new time, the advent of a new thing, the advent of a new era. It's something that comes that's new and special. And of course, we look towards Advent to the coming of Jesus. We look towards Christmas. It's a time of waiting for the arrival of Jesus, not only at Christmas, where we remember that, but also Jesus arriving again, coming back to make all things right and all things new. So Advent reminds us that actually we're a people in waiting all the time, waiting for Jesus to come back. The thing is, I don't always think we're very good at waiting, are we? I'm not very good at waiting. And especially these days, we don't have to wait for many things. We're not very good at waiting for the kettle to boil if it's taking a long time. Or the computer to turn on if, like, oh, why is it taking three seconds instead of, like, you know, two? Why is it taking so long? We're not very good at waiting for a bus to arrive if it's slightly late because it said two minutes on the sign and it's been three. We're not very good at waiting for things these days, let alone waiting for big, momentous occasions. I don't know whether anyone's read uh, this book by Dr. Zeus, Oh, The Places You'll Go. It's a lovely book. Joshua and I read it together um, every now and again. It's all about the places that you can go to, the things that you can do, what life is full of. Some things are good and exciting. Other times you find yourself in places that aren't so good and aren't so exciting. But in the middle of the book, there is a place that is told to be a terrible place. It's called the waiting place. And it says this. The waiting place for people just waiting. Waiting for a train to go or a bus to come or a plane to go or the mail to come, or the rain to go, or the phone to ring, or the snow to snow, or waiting around for a yes or no, or waiting for their hair to grow. Everyone is just waiting. Waiting for the fish to bite, or waiting for wind to fly a kite, or waiting around for Friday night, or waiting perhaps for their Uncle Jake, or a pot to boil, or a better break. Or a string of pearls, or a pair of pants, or a wig with curls, or another chance. Everyone is just waiting. No, that's not for you. Somehow you'll escape all that waiting and staying. You'll find the bright places where the boom bands are playing. The waiting place. It's seen as a bad place, a place where nothing happens, where you're just waiting. But actually waiting, I think, is really important, especially waiting expectantly, waiting looking towards something with hope and excitement. I'm not just talking about sitting around twiggling your thumbs I'm talking about real waiting, a waiting where we're expecting a new thing, a new time. I don't know whether anyone uh, did the the activity. Probably not. Not many people do my activities. Oh, thank you, Conrad. Ten points. Thank you. You had a little activity on your table. It was colouring, not just for the children, for everyone. Colouring in... 
Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, the kings, and then there was a blank figure, which was us. The thing is, in the story of Christmas that we read every year, we have people in it that we know, very familiar, Mary and Joseph, shepherds, wise men, kings, whatever we like to call them. And these people are people who were waiting. They might not have realised they were waiting, but there were people who lived looking towards something that would come, a new time that would be better. And because they were waiting, they responded to God when he came and visited them. If Mary had not been waiting and God had visited her and said, you're going to have a child, he's going to be the Messiah, she wouldn't have had a clue what he was talking about. I don't understand. If Joseph hasn't been waiting, he might not have responded in the way that he did, going against the culture of his day to stick by Mary and to be the father of a child that wasn't his. If the shepherds hadn't been waiting, even though they probably didn't realise they were waiting, they wouldn't have rushed down and left their livelihood in a field to go to a stable. If the wise men, the kings hadn't been waiting, they wouldn't have been looking up at the stars, they wouldn't have seen things align and things move and they wouldn't have realised that that would mean that somewhere in a far-off land there was a new king who had come. These people were waiting expectantly didn't mean they were sitting around doing nothing but it did mean they were looking towards God and you know today as people who follow God we're also called to be waiting to be ready not just for Christmas not just to tick the days off or to open our advent calendar every day and wait for that day when we get presents and it's exciting but instead to wait like Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the wise men, to realise that actually we are part of God's story now, just like they were. We are called to respond to God now, just like they did. We are called to be expectant now, just like they were. We are called to be people who live lives of hope now, just like they did especially in times like we're reflecting on today, where we think about Jack Merritt and his family. How do we be those people who are living in the light of waiting for God? How do we live in hope in times like this? How do we look forward expectantly when things seem dark around us? Do you know, Mother Teresa when she was thinking about Advent, said this as a quote that will appear. She said, At this Christmas, when Christ comes, will he find a warm heart? Mark the season of Advent by loving and serving the others with God's own love and concern. Waiting is not sitting around, twiddling our thumbs, hoping time will pass but it's actively living in expectation and hope so that people around us, so that Jack Merritt's family and those who are struggling will know that Emmanuel, God, is here and that one day he will come back and make all things right. We're going to light our first candle. It's the only time I get to do this. 
and then I'll ask other people in the following weeks. We're going to light our first candle. The first Sunday, the first day of Advent. A time when we can choose how we wait during these next few weeks and what we show to others of Emmanuel. God is with us. Let's just be quiet for a few moments before we pray together.